Hello and welcome to The Bob Edwards Show for Wednesday, October 26th. Interviews with Supreme Court justices are relatively rare. Indeed, I've never interviewed a justice. Until today. As a rule, they're not a very chatty bunch in public. Perhaps because they're concerned they might make a comment that would prejudice a case, or maybe they just don't give interviews because they don't have to. After all, they're appointed for life and don't need to court public opinion. Fortunately for us, Justice Stephen Breyer likes to tell citizens about their highest court, and today we're giving him the full hour to discuss some of the cases he writes about in his new book titled Making Our Democracy Work, A Judge's View. In 1994, President Bill Clinton nominated Stephen Gerald Breyer as an Associate Justice of the United States Supreme Court. A well-respected Court of Appeals judge, Justice Breyer was also a popular Harvard Law professor. Known for his pragmatic approach to the law, and often associated with a somewhat liberal point of view, Justice Breyer is a passionate advocate for civic education and participation. His most recent book, Making Our Democracy Work, A Judge's View, asks questions one might think a Supreme Court justice would avoid, like, why does the public follow the court's unpopular decisions? We start our conversation with another of his questions. Why should a democracy entrust the final word to judges who are unelected, independent, and insulated from the direct impact of public opinion? And if you read what Hamilton said about it in uh, Federalist 78, it seems as if he uh, assigned, or the, most of the founders thought that it would be assigned, uh, to the judges for lack of a better place to put that power. He took out the Constitution by imagination, in my imagination. He looked at the document, thought it was a splendid piece of work, and indeed it is, uh, but then thought that if, in fact, no one has the authority to say when someone in the government goes too far, beyond the boundaries sketched by the Constitution, for that's what it does, it sketches boundaries, if no one had the fat power to interpret it finally, then we might as well hang it up in the museum. I mean, put it in the National Gallery. Now, that wasn't quite right. It wasn't built, the National Gallery, at that time, but you get the idea. So his first thought was, we better have somebody who has that power to strike aside a law of Congress that goes too far outside the boundaries of the Constitution. Then he said, well, who? If we give that power to the president... He'll become a tyrant. That's too powerful. He has too much power already.